I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. This one is going to be a blast. I am joined by the man, the legend, commonly referred to as Mattress Mac. And while this man is a legend, he is hysterical. He tells some incredible stories and he has an incredible story himself. Uh, the generosity in the city, what he's done with the Houston Astros and the money he has won and the story he has to tell over the last few years, few decades is truly incredible. So this one is a blast. I hope you all enjoy it. And without further ado, here he is now, Matt. All right, and I am pumped to be joined now by the man commonly referred to as Mattress Mac. How are you, my friend? Thank you for joining me. Great. Glad to be on the show. First off, congratulations to your Houston Astros and to your bank account for the awesome win the other day. What a, what a, great, what a great ride it's been. I had nothing to do with it. I was just smart enough to place a little bet on the Houston Astros, and it all turned out okay. <laughs> so at least for the last couple of years, from what I remember, at least 2017, when my brother joined the team, I've followed along with you in this brilliant marketing idea that you've had. First off, can you explain this marketing idea with your store and what you do along with the Houston Astros? Yeah, you know, we're big Astro sponsors, been, been Astro sponsors for a decade, probably. And uh, way back in uh, 2016, before uh, Astros started really winning, I did a promotion. If the Astros win 80 games this year, you get your money back. They won like 92. So <laughs> I paid money back on that. They started in 2017. If the Astros win the World Series, you get your money back. And that was a huge uh, success. We gave back about $17 million that year. Then we did it in 18, 19, 20, 21. And uh, again, in 22, 22 was the biggest one of all. So when did you start? So in 17, it started. If the Astros win the World Series, you get your right. money back. Uh-huh. When did you start betting on the Astros? And it's sort of like a hedge, correct? Yeah, it's definitely a hedge. You know, way back in 17, about the only place you could legally bet sports was Vegas, of course, or New Jersey. So I didn't I didn't bet uh, a futures bet like I did this year. I bet per per game, per series. So ah. I was flying to Las Vegas. I was flying to New Jersey. Uh, uh, I think they had legal sports betting back then, maybe in Mississippi. So I had to fly and bet on the individual series, individual games, which was much more difficult than betting 10 to 1 on the series back in June. So how did you, in in 2016, you started this, but you've had your stores, you've been in the furniture business for a long time. How have you seen your sales grow from when you started this in 2016, 2017, to this year, 2022? Has it been exponential growth for you? Yeah, the sales have grown exponentially, especially this year because of the, you know, the recession, the interest rates, uh, everything that's going on in the country. So this year, the Astros really pumped it up and brought in more customers. And the brand awareness went up by $100 million because of all the antics this year in the uh, World Series. 
So this year, $75 million won, which as far as everybody knows, it's the biggest gambling sports win in, in American history, which is incredible. Legal. legal sports win in American history, yeah. There, Every legal, yes, of course. I so, don't bet offshore. I bet only U.S. legal bookmakers. <laughs> so how do my, my question for you here is, how do, do you have to go to multiple different places or is there one place saying we'll take all your bets? Uh, uh, Caesars takes a lot of big bets. So back in June, they had the Astros at 10 to one. And uh, when, when casinos had the Astros at 12 to one. So I'm not a genius, but I figured out the Astros in American League Championship Series five out of the last five years. <laughs> so they had a good chance of making it this year. So I bet a million dollars to win 12 at win. I bet at 3 million to win 30 at Caesars. And that got the ball rolling. And back then we did with the customers, if the Astros win, you get double your money back. So we ran that promotion for a couple months and we stopped it in uh, the first week of July. And then it was one-to-one uh, -one on matches the rest of the time. And I bet another 32 million on the Astros. It ended up with $75 million in legal bets that were insurance coverage. And almost all the money is going back to the customers, but it, it's been a great ride and a lot of fun. A lot of fun watching your brother and the Astros win all these games. That's so cool, man. Something I, I've often wondered, and you kind of talked about a little bit there, almost all the money is going back. I, I was wondering along the way, is there math done here on your end? This year, you said you sold more than ever. So is that does that go in your mind when you're placing these bets? Is there math on how much you need to bet to get your money back and then a little extra? Good question. That's exactly what we had to do. Uh, after that, we, we kind of smoked through that 42 million pretty quick. Because we had, we had multiple categories of products on that promotion. And then we went to matches only. And uh, my, my calculus was pretty good. But after the Astros beat the Yankees on Sunday night, that Sunday was the biggest day in store history. We've been here 42 years. And then that Monday, which was non-holiday Monday, it wasn't Columbus Day or anything like that, we did 25% more than Sunday. And at that point, all the money was used up. So we had to stop. And in order to bet on the Astros from then on out, you had to delay 200 to win 100. So I wasn't going to do that. We stopped the promotion five days early. Otherwise, it would have been probably a, uh, maybe close to 100 million. So you still let people come into your store, buy a mattress, even once the playoffs are going on? I didn't know that. I thought it might end right when the playoffs no, started. It, we went up right up, right till they, we went up to the Monday before the World Series. Yeah. So we were, uh, we let them come in. If they got in early, way back in June, or May, they got two times their money back after that one time. But yeah, we let them come in all the way to the World Series started. I recently saw one of the coolest videos, I think, that has ever graced the internet, which is you with a wheelbarrow rolling your money over to a plane. One, that couldn't have been all the money. How much How much was in that wheelbarrow? That, that was a payoff from MGM. They're a great partner like Caesars. They paid $10 million. I must admit the wheelbarrow idea was their idea. It was a great, uh, you know, publicity stunt, and it looks cool wheeling that money to the plane. But the only problem was that money was so heavy it popped the front tire, so it was hard to get, hard to wheel it after that. Yeah, what a problem you had on your hands there! So much money that it popped the tire. When did this all start for you? I want to go back a little bit, and when did you get into the furniture business in in the Houston area? I got into the furniture business in 1981. My wife and I moved down here. We had five thousand dollars in a dream worked uh, 20 hours a day, slept at the furniture store most of the nights so nobody could steal our inventory and just built it up from there. The uh, furniture promotion where if a team wins, you get your money back. 
started when the Houston Texans played the Dallas Cowboys in, a, in their first oh, NFL wow. game after the Texans uh, joined the league. And so I did a promotion. The Texans were like 14 points underdog. I said, if the Texans beat the Cowboys, you get your money back. And we did like uh, $2 million in two days, which was a huge amount of money for us back then. And uh, the uh, the guy that was our inventory guy was in Ireland. And I'll never forget calling him in the middle of the night in Ireland, asking how we're going to make all these deliveries. But and the Texans were up 14 to nothing at halftime. So I figured I was going to lose $2 million. But then the Cowboys came back and won. So that's how I started it. And then way back when the uh, Broncos played uh, Seattle in New York in the Super Bowl, these two guys that worked here said that Peyton Manning's greatest quarterback of all time, Broncos are going to kill him. So we did a promotion that the Broncos win the, uh, uh, if the, if Seattle wins the Super Bowl, you get your money back. We had the Broncos big favorite. And uh, we took in like $9 million on that promotion the entire store was gutted. We had no furniture. Had to close on Saturday night at nine o'clock, first time ever. We made deliveries all night long. And so when the game started, I was back in the. Uh, we have a gym there in a the warehouse. I was on the treadmill. I was too nervous to watch. So being on the treadmill for about three hours, and none of the guys coming back telling me the score. I knew I was in trouble. Then my phone rang. My wife was on the phone and said, "How did we do?" She said, "We lost nine million dollars, dummy, and we had none of that insurance. That was a tough beat." Oh, man, that's funny. So I, I guess the positive thing there is if you're going to own a store where you want to sleep there so you don't lose any profit or you lose any inventory, it's better to own a mattress store than like a Christmas tree store or something like that. You know, that's that's the positive there. So you're born in Mississippi, but moved to Dallas, I saw. So how did how did you fall in love with the Houston Astros? Well, I moved to Dallas and I worked in a furniture store for a couple of years when I was broke. And the guy taught me the business. I wanted to start my own store, so I didn't want to compete with him because he was like a, a mentor to me. So I moved to Houston 81 to start this furniture store. And then, you know, Astros, big part of Houston sports are very relevant. So I got involved with the Astros when Drake McClain on them. And then I kept it up when uh, Jim Crane took over. Do you have a first Astros memory that sticks out to you? First, uh, it had to be, you know, World Series when they played Chicago many years ago and lost, but they had the, uh, they had a great team and it was a big thrill for the city to have the world series there. And of course, uh, winning game six, of the world series this year, when, uh, Alvarez hit that home run, he hit it. Our store is located like 10 miles North of uh, minute Maid park. He hit the damn ball so hard. It almost landed in our parking lot. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of your parking lot, it was, it was packed a few years ago when you opened up your doors. And I remember this well, because in 2017, right around the time of Hurricane Harvey is when my brother was traded to the right. Astros. In fact, when he landed at the airport, the city was underwater. It was flooded. And I remember very well, you opened up your stores to, uh, to anybody. Come one, come all, opened up your stores for anybody that needed shelter. Uh, what, what was those couple of weeks, month like for you? And what went into that decision for you to open up your doors? The decision was pretty simple. You know, I got here on Sunday when all the uh, stuff was hitting the fan and the floodwaters were everywhere. So we sent out, we, we were pretty well prepared for the uh, hurricane, but we didn't have any, uh, we didn't prepare. In fact, our, our drivers couldn't get here. So we asked for volunteers to come out and drive these trucks and pick up people that were stranded. And that happened on Sunday. And by Sunday night, we had uh, hundreds of people sleeping on the mattresses, couches, eating on the dining room tables and you know, it was kind of simple. They said, why'd you do that? What am I going to do? Let my people drown? It was a, it was a no brainer. And uh, 
we did it last year during the terrible freeze we had when all the power went out. So we'll do it again if it happens because uh, we, we, we think it's very important to be involved with the community. And that's one thing I like about the Astros. They are super involved with the community. They have a lot of great players on the team who help out people. Have they worked with, have they worked with you and vice versa over the last couple of years when, you know, I feel like you've now done this promotion for a while and are, have the Astros worked with you back and forth any over the last few years? Yeah, the Astros are great partners. They worked with me on uh, selling me tickets to some games that weren't real popular and I could give away to the fans here and they love it. And they worked awesome. with me on, uh, they let me throw out the first pitch on game six. Astros are the best sports partner you can find. And uh, Jim Crane does a great job of putting money not only in his pocket, but back into the community, which I think is more important. You know, one thing about the Astros game, you go there, you see people of all races, all colors, all creeds, and everybody's wearing orange and blue. We forget about our divisiveness, forget about D or R, and we all pull together for Houston Astros. So it's a great community unifier. I was there for game six when you threw out that first pitch. Uh, what, what were your nerves like throwing out a first pitch before the final game, what ended up being the final game of the World Series? Were there any nerves at all? Well, I had a lot of nerves, but uh, I'd done it in the ALCS against the Yankees a year before. So uh, Biggio gave me a hint. He said, throw it high and it'll come down. So that's what I did. I didn't want to plant it in the ground. Throw it high and it'll come down. I think he's taking a shot at your arm there, saying gravity's. <laughs> my, my arm's past his prime. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, I was told that I need to ask you about your catchphrase back in the 80s. What was that all about? Oh, the gallery furniture saved you money. I was doing a commercial way back in 83. We were broke, had about $5,000 left, and I decided to do television advertising to see if we could save the business. So I rented a little TV station for $500 for three hours worth of production time. And time the three hours up, I was stuttering and stammering. I couldn't come up with a punchline in the end of the ad. So out of desperation, I did the little ad, and I had today's receipts in my back pocket. I pulled the money, and I said, gallery furniture will save you money. And the producer said, that's horrible. Let's go home. But that ad stuck, and I've used it ever since. It's horrible. Let's go home. We're never going to sell another mattress again. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do brash, in-your-face advertising, but it works. And uh, uh, I, I just wanted to be a huckster all my life, a promoter like Bill Vick of the Chicago White Sox. I, that's a great reference. I've seen, some, I, I've seen a lot of your commercials over the years, and there's some funny, there's some serious and I saw one recently with a mattress on top of a car going down the street. What is your favorite commercial to this date that you have ever done? Favorite commercial I've ever done? Probably, well, that's a tough one. Probably when I did one with Chuck Norris, that was real popular. What, what was that one? Uh, he did me, a, he karate chopped me or something. And uh, uh, he, he, I did a movie with Chuck Norris. I, I financed a movie called Sidekicks back in 95. And we were lucky enough to uh, work with Chuck and made a little money on the movie. So he did some commercials with me. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. That's awesome. Last one for you, my friend. The Houston Astros obviously just win the World Series. 
not too far from now, you'll be back making the same bet and the same thing with your with your customers and all that. What is one thing this offseason that you would like to see the Houston Astros do? Well, first of all, we're doing a promotion right now. It says the Astros win in 2023. You get double your money back on mattresses. And the people are out there because, you know, recency members, they remember what happened recently and recently won the World Series. So that promotion is going real well. What is one thing I'd like to see the Astros do? Resign your brother. <laughs> I love it, my friend. Uh, hey, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. You got a big friend of me. You're forever a friend of the pod and, and good luck with everything you do. And always been appreciative of what you've done for the Astros, the city. And it was awesome to talk to you. I got one question for you. All right. Why is your brother's jersey not up there? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I have, I do have one, but uh, I played in the Tigers organization. I was really good friends with Mr. Kaline before he passed away. And actually that one means a lot to me because uh, about a month before he passed away, I, I asked him if he would sign that jersey for me and he did. And then, uh, then, Obviously, what ended up happening happened. So that one is very near and dear to my heart because we shared a lot of memories in the Tigers organization over the years I was there and got pretty close. So that one's cool. As for why Shaquille O'Neal is up there instead of Justin, well, that's a great question. I don't have the answer for you. He's my brother. I can't give Shaquille him so much credit, story. you know. Let me give you my Shaquille O'Neal story real quick. My wife that. and I have a tennis club, and we have a basketball court there. The Rockets played there. They worked out there. It was a practice facility, 94, 95, and then won back-to-back -back world championships. So during that time, they had a lockout in the NBA and all the players couldn't practice at the team facilities because they were locked out of there. So we had about 30 or 40 NBA starters practicing at a Westside Tennis Club that we own here in Houston. So Shaquille O'Neal was there. So this little kid, like three or four years old, was running around without his parents. And he came running down the hallway. His eyes were like this big. And he runs up to my wife, Linda. He says, Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. He thought that's who it was. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate you joining me. Come on whenever you want. I'll come see you down there next time I'm in Houston. Come see us. Have a great day. All right. You too, man. Thank you. All right. Just wanted to thank Mattress Mac for joining me. What a legend. I mean, absolutely incredible. The Shazam reference at the end is incredible. The fact that he told the story about the wheelbarrow and the tire pump on the, the tire on the front popped. I think it was $10 million he had in that wheelbarrow. Unbelievable. What a human being. That went incredible. I absolutely love that guy. I want to be his best friend, and I hope you all enjoyed that conversation as well. What a Houstonian legend, uh, and it was a blast to talk to him. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. And make sure you follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will see you next time for another episode of Flippin' Bats.